Film. 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 Film, 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 film. <laughs> this is a new tradition. I shout film over and over and over again, and then I surprise you with the ringtone. <laughs> new, new tradition. <laughs> Ready? Film, yeah. film, 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 film. Sorry. <laughs> film, film, film. <laughs> it's been a while since we managed to get a meeting together, yeah. hasn't it? Hmm. And uh, Fernando, thank you for picking Macario. Oh no, Macario. I'm sorry that I did. Uh, I'm sorry that I did. Uh, people sorry that you did. This film. Well, yes. I mean, oh. what was this film about? What was this film about? What was it about? What wasn't? <laughs> <laughs> I concur with Laura. And Claire. <laughs> this film, oh, all of you. <laughs> Uh, it was, so it was about life and death, and it was mm. about about Mexico. And what <laughs> was it about? Ponchos, uh, turkeys, all the important mm. themes. El Diablo. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned El Diablo because I did think that the first character that Macario encounters, as in, it isn't stated as it isn't stated that the other one is God and the other one is death, but. Well, I mean, we do and we do get a sense that the third one was death, but um, mm. the first one was a little bit confused. Was the the first one Lucifer? Was the first one the devil? I, I think, think so. it's got to be, yeah. Wow. Mm. I was going to ask: Is there like some weird subset of Mexican culture that's like death, God, and and just a bandit? <laughs> <laughs> so is that part of the Holy Trinity? Just is a it bandit, the sun? Yes. Yeah, that, that's mentioned in the Bible. That's, that's the called sun. Catholicism. <laughs> the sun yeah and death was actually the holy ghost so that was jesus at the beginning wanting to sell his buttons i think you've got this very mixed up <laughs> and i think you need to go back to sunday school <laughs> <laughs> pretty sure jesus wore spurs on <laughs> <laughs> <Holy> his sandals <laughs> yeah why not well so we're going to talk about how macario is jesus but <laughs> should, we, should we zoom out for a second? So this this yeah. was. Could you could you summarize the the film for us, Laura? What happened? Well, there's this guy, right? And he lives in the wood. No, he lives out of the woods, but he goes into the woods a lot. And his only dream in life, he announces to his six kids and his wife, is to eat a whole turkey by himself. Yeah. Um, because they're on the edge of starvation and poverty for the entire. I'm not doing a very good job here. Why do you always ask me to summarize? No, you got I, this. I never you got this perfect. Okay. Anyway, great. His dream is to eat a whole turkey by himself, and his and he says he's not going to eat until he does it. So his wife, yeah. worried wife, steals a turkey for him, gives it to him, and it's like you go enjoy your whole turkey. Yeah. Off he goes into the woods. He's confronted by Jesus, uh, God, death. Possibly just the devil and a bandit and not Jesus. I don't know. Three guys approach him and he decides to share it with Death, who gives him some water that will cure any illness and uh, yeah. says, use it wisely, Macario. And then obviously Macario just uses it on everyone who asks because he's a good yeah. person. Um, yeah. uh, where do we go from there? That's kind of the that's the premise, I would assume. That's that's the main point. That's Did the anything, mm. anything important get missed there, Fernando? No, I think that's uh, that that na- that narration was even better than the film itself. I think so too. <laughs> I think it, is it, let's do the whip round. What are we, we? We haven't done the whip round. Oh yeah. Can I just also say that? Oh, yeah. Uh, just to add to the the plot summary, 
that none mm. of it actually happened because at the end, he yeah, what was, was that about? Been a, a weird oh yeah, was was it all a dream? Was it just mm. like life? Life is a dream. Well, I think he was just really full of turkey. You know, that way you just feel really groggy. (laughs) And you have like a really, like on Christmas Day, you have a really feverish nap after dinner. He'd eaten so much, he died. (laughs) Yeah. Was Macario secretly plugged into the Matrix? Yes. (laughs) Yes. Um, Sorry, but yes, Laura, I liked the film to do the whip round yep great how much i also liked it i thought it was <laughs> yeah how much claire <laughs> oh uh oh like pff, five past one five right. past one that's it's pretty yeah, good pretty good it's not noon yeah. but you know no no but very little's noon <laughs> it's <a> cool hand <laughs> look <laughs> that's about it really yeah. oh, that's pretty clear. uh excellent film really liked it mm. Yeah, very engaging, very uh, touching at times, and uh, surprising. Yeah. Laura? That's how I felt. thought it was great. And I was against it. I was against it in the beginning. I thought, this is boring. Black and white. Uh, (laughs) Old Mexican film. (laughs) Another fucking black and white one, eh? With subtitles. A stupid subtitle (laughs) film that they want me to watch, so I can't watch... (laughs) Class after class of children. <laughs> I hate when you have to read a film. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah if I wanted to read, I'd have got a book. <laughs> uh, um, at the moment he announced that he just wanted a giant turkey all to himself and not to share any with his wife and kids, I was hooked. <laughs> I was yeah. on board with him. I, thought, this um, is great. I was there. And it just got better from there. And I thought it was a great film. <laughs> So, uh, so then, Fernando, um, you you disagree? You you thought it was a bad film? Well, I'm not sure if I thought it was a bad film. I was just disappointed. I guess I was expecting something more like either The Dark Knight or Everything Everywhere All at Once, <laughs> and it wasn't. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. So I would rank it 250 milliliters of water. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pretty clear again. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> How does that figure onto the tomato meter? <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's a thumbs down. <laughs> wow, hundred percent of people like this film on Rotten Tomatoes, and I guess we're going to have to lower it to ninety nine point nine 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 infinity percent. Yeah. Well, there we are. Yeah. Some would argue that ninety nine point nine 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 to infinity is actually a hundred. Yeah, that's true. That's true. In I'll fact, I go as far as to say I don't care what people argue; it's true. Hundred <laughs> percent. Provably, of people say that's true. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. So, uh, is this a is this like a big deal in Mexico? Is this a film everyone goes on about? Well, it is certainly a film that I hadn't heard about until very recently, when the main character Macario, uh, who is uh, played by Ignacio Lopez Tarso died this year and my mother was like oh yeah. Ignacio Lopez Tarso died and I was oh, like no. oh, who is that person <laughs> and she just couldn't believe that I didn't know him um, so I googled him and apparently he was a famous person in the past um, yeah. who made Macario and so I was like well well 
maybe I should watch this film. And did I he did. Did he die so. eating a turkey? He <laughs> must have died eating a turkey. Yes. That, that, that seems only fitting mm-hmm. given his uh, cinematic trajectory. So I would be disappointed <laughs> once again if he did not die eating a turkey. I would too. Mm. So maybe he was, I mean, maybe he's still famous. I don't know. It's it's a person that I did not know who he was, but maybe people from the past knew him better. Yeah. Sounds like your mom knew him very well and expected yes. him to be yeah. known. Maybe, maybe, my, well, but my mother is really old. She must be around 200 years old. So then maybe oh, that's okay. why. <laughs> yeah. So maybe he was, he was really famous in like 1850 or something. Mm. Mm, yes. When when he made his first films. Mm. Indeed, yes. That's the only explanation. Excellent. Yeah. Cool. But why did you like it? Why did you like <laughs> why why did you like the film? It was just really good. It was the story of this guy who was just a bit a bit of an anti hero in a lot of ways. Um mm. but uh yeah, he's he was tempted by the devil and uh but then used his powers for good once he was magic and yeah, it was just I just liked it. Um that's not a very useful discussion, is it? <laughs> he used his powers for good. Been doing this for so many he used years. his power to gain money as in and to be wealthy. Uh yeah. He uses it to lift his family out of poverty, but he doesn't just treat mm. the rich, he treats everyone and, and mm-hmm. they pay him what they can. Yeah, I guess that is true. I yeah, guess the old women that... in the in the village said that, didn't they? Mm. We saw him being tempted though, didn't we? He asked the asked the rich guy for, for ten times what he expected to pay mm-hmm. and and he was gonna but then he, he relented and he said, You know what, that's that's too greedy, just give me what we originally said and yeah, I think was... that's a sign of real integrity, though, isn't it? Hmm. To be tempted and then brought back. Yeah, in the same way he was tempted by the devil. Yeah. yeah. But he overrode that temptation. Yeah. That's a strong I'm not character. sure he was that tempted by the devil. If we take the bandit guys, the devil. Yeah. Bit of a pessimist, yeah. really. I thought he was being offered all this nice stuff. And he was like, what would I do with spurs? What would I do with all your buttons? I don't want this mm. forest. I just have to cut it down. Well, what do you want, Macario? <laughs> just wants his turkey. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, he made it very clear what he <laughs> wants. Fucking turkey. He wants to eat an entire turkey and not share it with everyone. <laughs> and someone's trying to give him silver spurs, trying to give him a forest, which he was quite right. And uh, but yeah, I, th- I think there's there's something in that though, right? That's that's the the kind of biblical aspect of it. This idea that the devil offers us things that. Mm. that we want and that are attractive like shiny silver things that we know are valuable or to become a wealthy landowner but but we know really that um that it's an illusion uh and that it won't really give us what we want mm. and he's stuck with his his simple pleasure as a result his I thought that was a good forgotten pleasure yes yeah. i'm still not on board with stealing a turkey yeah mm. It was an odd one. Do you know, it reminded me of Nosotros los Pobros, We the Poor. 
Satch's because well, it was well Mexican Michael. Well not just because it was an old, boring Mexican <laughs> film with subtitles. Um, it is because it was brilliant, and it is because it it had a lot to say about the like the plight of the of the common man. Um, he was he wasn't especially good. He was basically a good bloke, but he was he he lived in poverty. And he really felt it, and. You know, seeing him be so greedy with the turkey and not want to share it even with his family, you could you could kind of see it. You could you kind of felt like it, anyone would would want something like that, and maybe mm. he should be allowed that that one that one little sin. Um, yeah, because he's had you know a hard life and he doesn't have anything for himself. Uh, and that, yeah, this picture of him at the end of his tether, refusing to eat, basically. You know, knowing that he was going to die if he didn't eat, just refusing to eat, basically saying, mm. "I this this life that we're living isn't worth me living. I'd rather die if I can't eat properly. If I can't have a a life that's that's decent, then I'd rather not live at all." And that's that's what his wife saved him from. Hmm. But he's also responsible for all of those children. I was like, going to say that. Yes, there is something called family mm, planning. Yes. yes. <laughs> I see. Uh, he's Catholic, though, right? <laughs> yeah. In the olden days, if you get lucky, one of them falls down a well, and you don't have to look after it anymore. <laughs> yeah, but then death gives you this thing that stops them from dying. Doesn't give you any food. <laughs> nah, he made good in the end, though. Mm. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I was reminded, by the way. <laughs> Laura, do you do you remember many years ago when we would um, we'd hang out with people in the Waypat and we used to play a game called Reacher Settler? Oh yeah! Oh how <laughs> <And> horrible! You'd, <laughs> you'd find a couple either walking nearby or a couple you know, and you can usually identify which one of them's reaching and which one's settling. <laughs> Let's have a little game of Reacher Settler. <laughs> Macario <laughs> and Macario's wife. Do you know I I found Macario attractive in some light. <laughs> That's very kind of you. <laughs> he had a nice long face. <laughs> Do you like that sort of thing? <laughs> I tell you, I'm excited for the next couple though. The rich guy. Oh, Don Ramiro. He wasn't a looker, was he? No, and his wife was the most beautiful young woman. Yeah, his wife must have been like half his age. Yeah, I thought it, well, that was his like child. She looked about twelve. Yeah, was that was that saying about something about um, about what happens when you're rich? <laughs> yes, I, I assume so. But <laughs> classic uh, reacher settler sort of. Uh... Yeah. <laughs> Excellent stuff. Although, who's the reacher and who's the settler? In a game of wealth. Oh, well, there we are. Mm. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> that concludes the, the game of Reach the <laughs> The other classic pub game is, what is it, Shag, Marry, Avoid or something? Oh, like yeah. that. <laughs> Shag, Marry, Kill was what we used to play, yeah. if I remember. <laughs> so, uh, the devil, God and death. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. 
and all of the devils. I think it would be blasphemy to answer, wouldn't it? I reckon I'd shag God. (laughs) I mean, the devil was a good-looking man. He was a good-looking man. That mustache. (laughs) And he owned a forest. <laughs> he had all those shiny buttons. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You've been seduced by <laughs> false promises, Laura. <laughs> yeah, I think you, you you shag the devil, you marry death, and you kill God. Right? That's the only oh. answer. No, <laughs> no. I like I like Laura's answer better than. You have sex with God because it would be heavenly. Yeah. You kill death because Life that eternal way you would be mortal. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then you marry the devil because because of the good life. Yep. Yeah, you get the forest and the buttons. <laughs> you get half the buttons. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Excellent games. Can we all make a? a- Agreement now that we don't play that every every film now on. I think it has to be a new tradition. <laughs> this, this could end the film club. <laughs> it was very fun that time though. Shag Mary Kill, Bly Christian, <laughs> Christian Fletcher, Christian Fletcher. Um, those were the really two. Hiti hiti. <laughs> <laughs> in which version ah! very different answers <laughs> oh wonderful dear oh dear <laughs> I feel like I had lots of questions about Mexican culture as I was watching the film which is our token Mexican Fernando I was banking <laughs> on you to answer but um, I didn't write them down I have questions oh, about great. Mexican you, culture oh, Fantastic. If anyone can help me out um how, I'll, how, I'll try and answer them. Yeah. <laughs> we'll all try. How big a deal is the Day of the Dead thing? Yeah. Is this really something everyone's doing every year? Yeah, unfortunately it is. Uh, I <laughs> wish I could say that it isn't, but it is. Uh, yeah. Um, so, like, your family would have, have the offering? Yeah, and- so what I guess what people would do is go to the graveyard and then clean the grave and then decorate them with flowers Ooh. and candles yeah. and they would basically spend the night at the cemetery <laughs> um wow. having meals and they would have their dinner there and they would maybe sing um and yeah spend the night there yeah okay and like have you done that well the fact that I haven't done that. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah, that is true. Yes, um, the answer is yes, I've done that. I did that when I was a oh. child and I was unfortunately forced to do that. Mm. <laughs> uh, so yes, I have done that, but it's been more than more than 20 years, I think, since I last, I last did it. And yeah, okay. uh, increasingly, I think, as... as, <laughs> as I guess as the as the city runs out of space, um, it is less about going to the graveyard. Well, I guess if you still live in a small town, then I guess people still do that very frequently. But it's more about just, I guess, decorating a table or somewhere in your house. And yes, putting mm. an offering and um, maybe some food to offer to the 
I guess, your dead relatives and yeah. and maybe remember them. Yeah. So it it sounds like a very nice way to sort of remember people who've passed on, but you you think it's a bit dumb or? Well, I think it is superstitious, um, and I'm yeah. against superstition. Oh, something in that. Yes, in the sense that it's a load of total rubbish, and they're not still alive <laughs> and like listening to everything you say. Haven't you seen and- Coco? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, so wh- one thing that I think. <laughs> What do you do with the food when it doesn't disappear? Because <laughs> uh, they don't eat the food, do they? I don't know. Uh, I, I I would like to believe that they do not eat the food. So maybe it just goes to waste, which would be even worse. And you just, <laughs> just waste like, food. Waste uh-huh. food. I mean, and we saw that. Like she was, she was putting some food. Aside. Like they they didn't have enough to feed the whole family and. And Macario's wife was was still putting some on a little shelf for no one. Well, how much the most you leave for Santa, Michael? Well, Santa comes and eats it, obviously. <laughs> and it's very clear that Santa's eaten it because there's a few crumbs left on the plate when you go down in the morning and there's a tiny little bit of sherry in the glass. So that's the answer to that one. Um <laughs> Yeah, I guess the difference here is that like grown ups believe this. I guess they they must have some some <laughs> some mental gymnastics they do where like the spiritual part of the food is gone. Yeah, that sounds plausible. Yeah, <laughs> or is it just like Sandra and just the parents eat it after the kids have gone to bed? <laughs> What I was told when I was a child is that if I were to eat the food that was left for the dead, it would be as in you wouldn't be able to taste anything because as in the taste would be would have been taken away from the food because wow. obviously, obviously the dead okay. ate the, the, the food, so it tastes of nothing afterwards. Oh. That's an excellent one. Okay, mm. yeah. So they've taken something invisible and unverifiable out of it. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Oh well, I I guess what it comes down to it seems to me like a like a sort of a harmless superstition, like it's maybe a nice way for people to console themselves. Is um, superstition harmless? Well, it can. Uh, no, no, because clearly it it causes people to to like train themselves to ignore reality no. and evidence. I disagree. Yeah. Yeah. There's no one reality anyway, so. <laughs> you see, it makes people say stuff like that <laughs> and ignore what's obviously right in front of them. Many natures, uh, many interpretations. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Maybe the ghosts do eat the food. <laughs> hey, who are you? You know what? This sounds awfully Western. Once again, here we are, the white European being like, no, that's a load of rubbish and hocus pocus. That didn't no, take no, you no, long, I, did I it? Mexican, I did say that it was unfortunate that Mexicans believed it. Yes, you're allowed to say that. Thank you for your indigenous perspective. Yeah. And I don't know <laughs> that the white Europeans are completely innocent. They do believe that wine literally is the blood of Christ. That's yeah. true, actually. We did violently impose Catholicism on much of South America. Hmm. Um. So, not that I'm, I'm saying that that's the root of transubstantiation. Yeah. 
So there are stupid people everywhere. You see, Laura? <laughs> yeah. Indeed. Yeah, I guess. <laughs> and also there are plenty of people that would argue that there are multiple realities and insisting that what we observe is absolute, is uh, misguided. Yeah, I think it's making up something that's plainly not true and like verifiably not true and How do insisting you know it's verifiably that that's true. not true have you <laughs> conducted the did you go and take the temperature around the graves michael <laughs> <laughs> i haven't taken the temperature around the graves but i guarantee that it will be colder than everywhere else uh, outrageous <laughs> I empathise with Macario. You just want to take your one giant bit of turkey and not be pestered by a load of ghosts trying to muscle in on your meal. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I'm with him on that. So, yeah. So, coming back to yeah, Macario and his giant turkey he wants. Mm. Um, this one rang particularly true for me because of something my mum told me about uh, a story when she was a child, um, which that... <laughs> They weren't like particularly poor or badly off or anything, but <laughs> one year for um, for Christmas, she was asked what she wanted, and her answer was, "I want a big bag of crisps all to myself, but my brother can't have any of." <laughs> and she got it, and she ate her big bag of crisps all to us because normally she'd always have to share it with Roy. Um, <laughs> And that just stuck with me. Just yeah. <laughs> you know what? Just now and then, you just need something yeah. that's just yours, don't you? Mm-hmm. It's good to share. Every now and then, we all need to have our own fish and chips and a whole fish and chips all for ourselves. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You see, that would be the British version of this. <laughs> <laughs> Mushy peas and everything. Hmm. Tartar sauce. And ketchup. Yeah. And then the devil is a seagull that's <laughs> eyeing him up. Yeah. He doesn't offer you anything in return. He just dive bombs your <laughs> meal and tries to take it from you. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, I identified with, with Macaria. Um, just that, that one pleasure I felt he was somehow entitled to. Um, and I was glad he got it, but I am glad he died. Um, <laughs> it, would it would be would it be skipping over things to try and address what happened there? Did, no, how did he die? It. Yeah, I, I was a bit confused. I guess it was all a dream, huh? Yeah. And death just took him immediately. Yep. Is that what happened? Did death really come, or did he just like choke to death on a bone or something, and had a crazy fever dream oh, while he was to death on a bone would do it. Or is there something, because he'd been starving himself, he hadn't eaten for yeah. days, and he was in a really bad way. Did is Does something happen if you overeat, your body can't handle it or something? Yes, I think that was... Yeah, I think, I think that's what happened with... Well, I mean, this I only know because I've been recently talking about World War II with a historian oh. friend of mine. Um, so apparently when... Um, when people were released from the concentration camps and they were fed, they realized that you couldn't you couldn't just give that much food to people who had been starving because otherwise their body reacts very poorly and they they die. 
Oh. Oh, my God. So I've sort of heard this, that pe- people who haven't eaten, they can't go straight to, to solids. They have to have, like, just drink little bits of glucose for a while, and eventually they can build up to small meals. But um, I thought it was just that they'd be sick or that they couldn't chew it or something. You're saying they'd die. Well, I mean, again, this something that my friend who studies, well, who is currently doing his PhD in history at St. Andrews told me, and he was like, we were discussing World War II because we were reading a book on World War II. And he said, yeah, this is some of the experiments that they were, well, as in some, not, not an experiment, something that they discovered once the war ended. Yeah. Wow. That's terrible. So I guess that is what happened to. To Macario, except he wasn't. I mean, he only stopped eating like for two days, right? I'm not sure how long it was supposed to be. It was less than five minutes. (laughs) Yeah, it could have been longer, I guess, but it seemed like it was pretty short. But then he did say he was on the edge of starving. Yeah, like they were on the edge of starving the entire time and only eating like very small. So I suppose if he decided to just suddenly eat a giant amount of meat, and I'm guessing he didn't get much meat. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah, there could be something in that. Maybe it was a maybe bad that pick. was a statement, uh, uh, pro veganism <laughs> statement. Yeah. yeah, there we are. Yeah, this film was actually sponsored by the Vegan Society. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so, Fernando, you were telling us recently that uh, that many people in Mexico don't eat meat, right? Mm, so, I think that's I, I would describe. I guess the life that Macario was living as quasi-vegetarian, because I think that's what would happen. As in, they would basically eat just vegetables unless unless they get the rare opportunity of eating some animal. Yeah, yes, mm. that, I found that interesting as a just a culture of well, we don't really worry about meat too much. Um, Is that not that's because what they, happens, they can't have meat? That's what happens yeah. when you do worry about meat; you die. Yeah, there we yeah. go. Mm-hmm. I mean, so watching my new favorite YouTube channel, Pasta Grannies, um, <laughs> it's exactly what you think. Um, I, think you might, I think this might be sexist, but I think you've had too much paternity leave. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, in the olden days there, they didn't eat a lot of meat because they didn't have any to eat. Um, I think a lot of the time, Vegetarianism and veganism sort of forced onto people by mm. poverty. Mm. Well, it looks like Britain's heading that way again, so that's nice. Yeah, there's one upside to being driven further and further into poverty by our government. Mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that being said, they've driven up the price of vegetables. So, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, meat's too cheap. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Wrong things that are coming down and are staying low in price. Hmm. Anything else about the film? Yeah, so if uh, the way I see it, there's two interpretations of what happened. Mm. One is he just, he he was like delirious with joy and hunger as he was walking through the forest, kind of had this kind of waking dream, started eating the turkey, thinking he was talking to death and just died from what we've said, either the sort of the shock of sudden amounts of food or choking on a bone or something. Um, or he really did meet all those people and he 
ate the half the turkey, but he shared it with death, and he really did live through all of that life for mm. what do we think that was? Weeks, months. Yeah. Um, and only at the end, because of his confrontation with death and this destruction of the of the flame, that sort of caused basically caused him to be put back in time by death to resolve you know him being killed um and that it was sort of all undone but it had really happened that those were the two ways i saw that this could have been interpreted i think i think it could have been either right does death have that power it seemed like it like death has sort of a or maybe moves through time in a different way uh, Interesting. I think it's the second one. Actually, that did sort of occur to me at the end that it, that something like that had happened, rather than it was all a dream, which seemed like yeah. a weird cop out. Sort of, why are we even watching this? But hmm. yeah, even though I think the second one might be a bit of a leap, either that or it's like an Alice in Wonderland type deal where it was a dream, but where there's ambiguity that it might have really happened. Just the resolution is that she just wakes up and everything that had happened sort of happened inside her own head yeah yeah like it happened but yeah was sort of undone or didn't happen after all or something Mm. yeah yeah something in that if it really was all just in his head then this immediately prompts the question of um like what all it what what it all meant because it's kind of only satisfying if uh yeah, we think about why was he thinking about the devil? Mm. Was this his temptation, like his temptation to um, to steal and to to cheat and to to hide away from his children? Was God, you know, this this feeling that he ought to do what was right? And then, yeah, this con- <laughs> this discussion with death, that this whole dream could could this all have been a sort of dying dream where he wanted to look after his children, but he somehow couldn't. Um, I'm just going to say one bit of evidence for the dream thing is that he was obsessed with the idea of eating a whole turkey and clearly had immense guilt about not giving it to his family. So he immediately dreamed that he'd gotten them all a turkey each, even though there's no Mm. way that they could have cooked those turkeys. Ah, Is there no way? Well, I suppose there is. If she managed to cook one, then she could cook six, but surely that would take days with no oven. Yeah. Could he have brought them from Don Ramiro's house? Maybe he did. Maybe she didn't cook them. That's a good point. Or could he have got them delivered to their house? Uh, <laughs> maybe. I don't think he would use Deliveroo, though. I don't no, think he'd agree not. with their, their employee management practices. No, that would be a bit El Diablo. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like there is a lot to talk. You so... mentioned he was Jesus at one point. We should come back to that. I'll put a pin in that. Hmm. Any central male character to a film who dies is Jesus. <laughs> I basically thought of that because I thought of um, Jesus tempted by the devil in the desert. Mm. I think it was playing on that idea of yeah being out in the wilderness and tempted by the devil. That's a but there was something a classic in his, biblical thing. A, a, um, his trial as well, like all he was doing was curing oh Christ, the sick. Yeah. Mm. And he was accused of being like a witch. I forgot about the trial. Yeah, he was definitely Jesus. <laughs> yeah, they were the Pharisees, weren't they? Yeah, and and the Romans, and they yeah were like were threatened by what he was doing, and they were too small minded to see that he was he was a good man. Mm. Yeah, healing the sick. 
Yeah. Wait, but wasn't Jesus Jesus? Uh, that was God. But Jesus is Not God. Jesus. That's uh, true. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he was meant to remind us of Jesus, wasn't he? Um, Macario was. This comes up in in Greek mythology as well. Um, that someone is given a vial of ichor, of oh. the blood of one of the gods or something like that. And yeah. that has the power to save anyone. And someone gets really upset about it. Presumably, like... Hera. <laughs> no, I think it's more like Thanatos or uh, Hades or someone. Gets okay. About it. I can't remember the details. Maybe it's Asclepius. That's a good okay. name. Yeah, it's good. Use, you know, like the stick, the medical staff. Mm. That was Asclepius's staff. Oh, but the snakes around it. Yeah. Ah. He was like the first medic, first physician. Oh. I always thought it was weird. You see the the stick with snakes around it, mm. near medical stuff. <laughs> I didn't, never really knew what that was there for. Yeah, it's something to do with Asclepius. Yeah, don't remember. Um, how about um, so he doesn't get the magic water to save everyone's life, but his death changes the course of events so like his little boy isn't playing by the well the next day because he's so sad that his dad's dead and doesn't die and other things don't happen as a result of his death Mm. and so in that way he's saved lives oh i like it that's quite good yeah to be fair remember at the end when they're in the they're testing him he doesn't give anyone water but death's like oh yeah they're gonna live anyway even though they're really sick Mm-hmm. So maybe he yeah. didn't do anything. He was just giving them actual water and they were mm-hmm. never going to die in the first place. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, maybe that was just a t- it was just a test to see if he would try to save the unworthy or mm. something. Yeah. Bit of a coincidence, though. What's that? That everyone would just get better as soon as he did give them the water. Oh, yeah. Leading to fame and renown as a healer. Um, maybe they were just thirsty. Yeah, maybe they were all just dehydrated because <laughs> everyone thought they were going to die. Yeah. I think we've oh. cracked it. <laughs> um, do we want to know maybe. what Google has to say about it? Because I I have just Googled yes. it. And... Okay. Go on, then. So the movie is based on a book by a German author called Bruno Traven. Um, and yes, even though the film is ambiguous, apparently in the book... Um, Macario trying to save the Viceroy's son happens when he is already an old man and death um, instead of letting him die I guess uh, at the hands of the Viceroy he decides to use his, his special watch uh, well here it says that it's an English watch um, to go back in time and let Macario die when he shared his turkey um, instead oh. of burnt by the Inquisition. Oh. So he did go oh. back in time. You were right. Well done. Well, I, I said there were two options, didn't I? That's yeah. basically on 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 the right thing. Yeah, uh, but was it so that they didn't have the 
Death pull out his watch and say, hmm, time to be going back now and twisting the thing around. <laughs> it feels like the filmmakers decided to make it more ambiguous and decided mm-hmm. to give us more of a thread of maybe this really happened in the real world. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. But that's really interesting to know that, yeah, so my, my second interpretation was was the, the classical one. The canon. The, the Newtonian one. <laughs> But the quantum one is that maybe he was, he dreamed the whole thing. He was alive and dead. <laughs> it had us, it made us think about dreams, didn't it? How good was the spooky skeleton puppet dream sequence? Yeah, that was good. I Reminded thought that was amazing. It was so striking visually. Oh, it didn't remind me of Fiddler, but yeah, good. Mm. Yeah, that's a good comparison. <laughs> I mean, I have nothing to elaborate on there. <laughs> yeah. It was wicked. That's all I have to say. <laughs> yeah. And it just, all things like that just, just seem to conspire to, to make this feel like a special film, like an important film. Um, just, just uh, and the way that, like, it was quite, quite poor, poor film quality and stuff. It's, yeah, a bit degraded and not the best sound and stuff like that. They didn't have the best. Uh, it obviously wasn't the highest budget or whatever, but it, it they were doing something really special with it, and that was great. It felt like a fable. Yeah, yes, I was, was thinking about we've got um, uh, we've we've got this book we've been reading. Well, I say reading to Heather; she doesn't know what you're saying. But um, we've got the Hans Christian Andersen fairy tales, mm. um, and it it's so sounded like one of those as this yeah. sort of fascinating story of what what's going on here what's happening next and all these different little things to do with with religion and with morality and right and wrong and uh he's been visited by three ghosts yeah mm. yeah yeah it's all there yeah and then tested and given heaped great renown upon him but it's poison chalice great stuff yeah, i thought if it, they'd made there. it today they would have done because i thought it wasn't a very good character study like we never really get to know macario apart from mm. he's, he's hungry and <laughs> sick of his life and then he just becomes this amazing healer and he doesn't we don't i don't know what his perspective on what he's doing is really mm. but i don't need it because it's a it's a clear simple fable we're just going to follow his trajectory yep. which i feel like if yeah. they made it today they would have had a lot more introspection yeah mm. We don't know if Macario would have voted Labour, um, Conservative, <laughs> or SNP. He's definitely a Lib Dem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, farmers are traditionally Tories, aren't they? That's true. Mm. Oh, he was a woodsman, though, not a farmer. Yeah. Would. Yeah, I don't know what what woodsmen are. Forest Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah, he was classic Lib Dem, wasn't yeah. he? Yeah. Just sort Very of a bit disengaged from everything, <laughs> just kind of not actually trying to be actively harmful, but not they just want their the turkey, don't they? People, yeah, yeah. They just want to want to get our votes and then <laughs> triple tuition fees and just <laughs> absolutely go to town on a turkey. <laughs> <laughs> and I. <laughs> And then they die, and no one ever votes for them again, <laughs> and they fade into irrelevance. <laughs> oh, it's the story of Jesus, actually, the story of the Lib Dems. 
Yes, Nick Clegg is <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Died for David Cameron's sins. <laughs> uh, <good laughs> so I want to go to, to bed in about 10 minutes. So shall we do some games? Great. Yeah. Oh, can I? I've got one, two more comments. Oh, please. Actually, maybe just one more, but I thought I'd hedge my bets in case another one came to me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> the scene where they were... So he did a good job, I think, of hiding his water bottles when they still lived out in the in the sticks. You know, he had that <laughs> hollow tree trunk that he covered yeah. up. And then when he gets to his big fancy house, he moves, he moves all his bottles into a trunk by themselves, mm. places a yeah. giant rock on top of the trunk as if to say, <laughs> don't go in here. <laughs> yeah. so I'm keeping something hidden in here. And then it's the only door that he locks in the house. Like, oh, I wonder where you're keeping your magic potion. Is it behind the locked door and under a trunk with a massive rock well, in it? What? There's so- a rock on it. No one will think to look in there. <laughs> I, couldn't, I just couldn't believe how stupid the rock was. Yeah, like, like, why? Would you think no one's as strong as you or something? Yeah. Just like, there's no way anyone will be able to lift this rock. Yeah. Like, come on, mate. So was it just to keep the children out? And it didn't even occur to him that someone might break in and try and Maybe. steal it. Maybe they were doing a rock rolling boulder thing. <gasps> Is it the rock that got rolled away when Jesus was reborn? And from hmm. Jesus's tomb? That'll do. I mean, why they not? Mucked up that symbolism if they were trying to go for that. The no, Romans came in and smashed everything, and the rock was. It doesn't make any sense. Nah, you're probably right. Mm. Oh well. That was a good try. Yeah. Um. So games. Yes. Uh, so, I, well, in fact, so the, one, the last thing I wanted to say was that um, Macario and his wife both seriously need to discipline their children. <laughs> they just weren't even making an attempt. They were terribly behaved children. Yeah. That's why I empathised so much with him when he wanted the whole turkey to himself. And I was like, yeah, I'd want away from those kids too. Always trying to steal my food. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Running around, make a load of noise. Never get any peace. I'm hungry. Sort of go to the woods yeah. by myself. <laughs> the misbehaving kids is pretty much his fault, though, isn't it? That's Absolutely. Not the children's fault. I guess once you've got like eight, it's too late <laughs> to do anything about it. <laughs> they're raising each other by that point. Yeah, they're hopelessly outnumbered and <laughs> can't give them all a stern talking to. Maybe you can, I don't know. Also, his wife, when he was like. He he has a right to express an unrealistic, weird dream. She mm. should probably feed her starving children before she gives her husband a giant turkey yeah. to himself. But maybe I'm being too judgmental. If she hadn't given him the turkey, he was going to die within a couple of days. I mean, I thought he'd only been doing it for a couple of days, so I would have been like, oh, let's wait it out for a bit and see how serious he is. Uh, I guess he'd have been unable to work pretty soon, wouldn't he? Um mm. And I'll that's the only that reason point. they've got any food at all. I suppose. Yeah. What's the rule of threes? They say it's you can survive three hours without shelter and three days without water and three weeks without food? No, three weeks. Wait. Three Wait, hours yeah. without shelter? That can't be right. <laughs> yeah, I'd been outside for longer like, than three hours. If it's like a blizzard or something. Or if you're <laughs> in the sea. What was it? <laughs> It's just a rule of thumb anyway, but the idea is like if you're stranded somewhere, you do shelter first and then you start thinking about water. And only once you've got water, then you start thinking about food. What if you build your shelter and there's no water around? 
Yeah. Well, then you don't die overnight. Um, but if you look for yeah, water, I'd... then you could sleep by the water. Uh, until yeah, you've but got if enough you... energy to. Only if you spend two and a half hours looking for it, though. <laughs> you need to leave half an hour to build the shelter. <laughs> yeah, <that's true>. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what about chips? How many days without chips can you go? <laughs> I once went without chips for more than two weeks. <laughs> no. No. Seriously? Yeah. Wow. I had chips today. Oh, I wish <laughs> I, I had chips, chips today. When did I last have chips? I had chips yesterday as well. Oh my god! Could I have chips every day. <laughs> yeah, gotta get you five a day, Laura. <laughs> I had crisps today. Some people call those chips. Yeah, that's like the fools call those chips. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, so I really shouldn't have interrupted the games for for this. Yeah, we've got five minutes. This rubbish. So, how was this film the same as the the Untouchables? It was a masterpiece. <laughs> Uh, They're very different films, aren't they? Tricky one. This is a tricky one. Uh, in India, they call the poorest people the untouchables. Uh, uh, got it. <laughs> <laughs> Such a stretch. That's one of our worst ever. <laughs> <laughs> Moral ambiguity over... Yeah, prohibitionist. Yeah, even even the good guy had had flaws. Oh, uh, flawed hero. That's a another flawed hero. Uh, oh, magic liquid that causes controversy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. The fucking establishment getting down on him for his his magic pretty harmless water. liquid. Yeah. Uh, when he was just trying to do good with it, just like. Mm-hmm. Uh, Al, Capone. Al Capone was just trying to do good and give the people the the booze that they wanted, which oh, is also a healing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but then the fucking man was like, "Oh, you're not allowed to kill children, <laughs> blow up pubs, and you have to Classic. pay your taxes." Classic face, Roy. Yeah, yeah, fucking cops, man. <laughs> 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 okay, so we've done that one. Yeah. Always trying to harsh your talk, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> tried to make me go to rehab. <laughs> I said no, no, no. <laughs> yeah. If I die before I wake, at least in heaven I can skate. <laughs> That was the tagline to this film. <laughs> oh, I need a tagline. At least Macario can skate. This summer, Macario. Never stop fighting till the fighting's done. <laughs> That's it. What? What? You ain't nothing what? but a bear. <laughs> I say you ain't nothing but a bear, a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, great. So, cool. what what other ones do we play? Uh, who do we cast ourselves as? Slim Pickens here. Bugsy <laughs> being the turkey. <laughs> <laughs> you're you're the you're Macario's beautiful wife. Great, oh, isn't that nice? Who actually that... gets things done and is responsible? Still, was a turkey. 
yeah. makes the tough decisions to yeah steal the turkey when the turkey needs stolen over her husband's dead body she says you were like a child and i loved that for you <laughs> yeah yeah if if someone could say something that nice to me after i'd <laughs> die of eating a turkey <laughs> i'd have lived a good life fernando is the devil Stylish. <laughs> i was gonna say that was the she- executioner who dies <laughs> the one who's just died of fear <laughs> okay i like it i'll be the carpenter who's disgruntled that all of his business his coffin business is going under some guy saving uh saving everyone yeah yeah that makes sense nice and i'll be macario basically this film's winnie the pooh (laughs) (laughs) just just wants a a little smackerel of something It's a film about one man who was feeling a little bit eleven o'clock in. <laughs> this, this summer, Mercario is feeling a little bit eleven o'clock in. <laughs> oh, he lives in the wood. Yeah, it's oh, well. that's nice. Death was basically Christopher Robin. Yeah, why not? <laughs> oh, I'm beautiful. Just a figment of Pooh's imagination. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I think we might have got something mixed up somewhere. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure that's it. The narrator told me. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely stuff. Shall I yeah. play the music now? Yep, yeah, I'm all done. I'm done as well. well thank you, Fernando, for yes, suffering through you. a film you hated. <laughs> Um, because I, I genuinely thought this was a really great film. Me too. I really appreciated yeah, it. I really liked it. Thanks for picking it. Well, again, I did not think that it was like really, really bad. I just, I was just disappointed. I thought it was going to be better. Mm. Okay. Well, I thought it was good. Fair enough. Film, 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 film. <laughs> <laughs> Three, two, one, paper. paper. Uh, Three, interesting. two, one, paper. scissors. Gotcha. <laughs> well, do you have a film? I do have a film. Um, and the film is uh, In the Wake of the Bounty. <gasps> Yay! <laughs> we knew we'd get there eventually. <laughs> you hadn't picked that. That's what I was going to pick. Yes, I... I wasn't sure whether I could rely on you. Are you joking? Um, I've been talking <laughs> about we... In the Wake of the Bounty since we watched the second Bounty film. That's good. Well, there we are. It's an hour and six minutes long. It's from 1933. It's In the Wake of the Bounty. Fantastic. All good. Rule Britannia. <laughs> Britannia rule the way. There's a fire! Turn it back on my man! You ain't nothing but a badge and a badge! Ha, 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 ha.